don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The wonderful Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Uh, 20 minutes from now, we'll turn our attention to Coach of the Year in the National Football League. That market up at our show sponsor, BetMGM. And uh, I think it's really, really interesting. I've circled the names of all the coaches that I think could potentially win this award. We'll find out what Ken Barkley thinks coming up 20 minutes from now. Maybe we'll still do a little bit more on the Houston Cougs in college basketball as we try to determine hashtag my teams this year as we head into the NCAA tournament. Power Hour Final Hour, 60 minutes from right now. We'll feature all our bets for tonight in college basketball and the NHL as we await a monster slate tomorrow night in the National Basketball Association. We'll get to Rick Camp in a second, and we'll also try and figure out, hey, like, who's who's going to play for the Stanley Cup? Who's going to win the East, and who's going to win the West in the National Hockey League? We'll talk about that coming up next hour, and we'll get our friend Tyler Morales' bets for, oh, Mexico, the Mexico Open in golf. But joining us right now to talk some NBA for the second half of the season, which is like 26 games long, is our friend, are you better, you bet, family member, the great Rick Camp. Uh, you can check out Rick on the podcast I'm Fat, along with Jay Zawoski, a great podcast talking food. Rick is on Twitter, at Rick C. Camp. Does great work for our friends at 4 for 4 and uh, at Betsperts. And he is on Twitter, at Rick C. Camp. And also he's on Twitter, at Rick C. Camp. Rick, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going, buddy? It's going well. I've, you know, I, I enjoyed the first couple days of no games. Skipped the All-Star game altogether. So I think I... I gained the system right, but I'm I'm ready for games again. I'm ready for this to get going. Oh yeah, Rick. We had a we had a we had a mutual friend Noops on the show yesterday, and he uh, he bet a team to win the title. Like I mean, there are 26 games left. Like you could wait for the playoffs to start. And he came on. He was basically like, "No, I'm going to bet Denver. Like I'm I'm I've seen enough. I'm in. Denver's going to win the title this year. Or I I want to bet them at the price. Uh, if you had a bet a team to win the title right now." At their market price, Boston, obviously the favorite for people who don't follow it very closely. Celtics, the favorite to win the title. Denver, the second choice. Then kind of a group of the Clippers, the Bucks, and the Suns are the next three teams. If you had to bet a team to win the title right now, who would you bet? I, I wish I could be more original, but seeing as the numbers kind of ticked the way it has lately and seeing a 475 on the board and 450 at BetMGM, I, I really do think it is the Nuggets. I, I think we're trying to, like – we're really trying to make something happen. And it seems like maybe the Sixers could have happened if Embiid stayed healthy. But if at current price, that's that's what I trust at this point. Like, I've bet them early to win. I've bet them in a couple, you know, to defeat certain teams. Uh, I've bet them to beat the Celtics. I've bet them to beat the Heat, I think, at one point, too. So I just, I just really do think – they are one of those teams where that starting five is just so good when they're together. And when you get to the playoffs, you lop off some of the back end of that roster to where, yeah, there are questions about their bench. But if your biggest question is how are you going to fill the, like, four to six minutes when you don't have Jokic on the floor or the, you know, eight minutes when Murray's not out there, I think you're in a pretty good spot. So I still think the Nuggets have a team to beat, and that, that's who I would bet on if I didn't have anything at this moment. 
Rick, does that mean that you like Nikola Jokic to win another NBA Most Valuable Player Award? Who do you like right now to win NBA MVP? And if your answer is not Jason Tatum, just like tell us like a, like what you make of the current like media push it feels like on Jason Tatum for Most Valuable Player. I would bet Shea right now. Like I, I think Shea wins the award because I just think I don't know that I'm necessarily as extreme as uh, as friend of the show Matt Moore, whose opinion I greatly respect. Of basically saying, unless Oklahoma City gets the one seed, Shea essentially is not going to win the MVP based on who he talked to at, at you know at All Star, which obviously is a little concerning as someone that has money on Shea, but. I think when it comes down to it, I just don't know how many people are really going to want to, you know, put in for Jokic again. Like, should he? Probably, honestly. But uh, when it comes to Jason Tatum, I, I still just don't see it just because of when, even with the media push of best, you know, best player, best team, whatever, can you honestly look yourself in the mirror and be like, Jason Tatum is a top five player right now? And I just don't think that's possible. So it really just feels like everybody's getting bored. And, okay, what can we do right now? Uh, Boston's really good. Jason Tatum is their best player. Let's make that push. I think it makes a bunch of sense. So SGA for Rick, that's going to be a consensus opinion. I think we had Whale on the show earlier. And, I I mean, look, like, you guys are all really smart. Like, you're probably onto something. I know there's a couple other people in this space that like SGA also, and he's not the favorite yet. We had another poll come out today, probably smaller than Tim Bontemps and Jokic and SGA got the same number of votes, which which tells you it's at least pretty close right now, even if there's, like, some margin of error, uh, even if it's, like, a couple votes here, here or there. Other awards, Rick, and I know you and I talk about this stuff all the time. You messaged me the other day. I think you messaged whatever. One of us messaged the other because this happens like every four hours. And it was about most improved player. And I think you were kind of like, what's your updated take on this? And I go, I'm kind of at the point where I feel like we're all trying to talk ourselves into not maxi. And it's just going to be maxi. And we all just kind of have to deal with that and, and stop betting money into the market if you're interested in other players. Seeing some of the polling today, thinking more about it. Are you on that same page? Is it is it Maxi? Is it Bet Maxi at some point if we get later in the year? Or are you still eyeing some of these other players, Shangun, Kobe White, Jalen Williams, etc.? It's starting to feel like it's it's just going to be Maxi. Like, uh, tell me if I'm wrong here, but it feels like this year, not just with MIP, but just kind of in general with the awards market, and maybe this is just a sign of there's something to come that we're not expecting and and things will change massively but it feels like more than most years the awards markets have been relatively static at the top for a longer period of time and i've found myself getting antsy i think more than ever i've been doing more portfolio betting so yeah i think it is i think in the end if i was forced to say who's winning it i would say maxi at this point but I see, I see the case for Kobe White. I see the case for Jonathan Kaminga. Not as much for Shengun, even though his case is somewhat similar to Kobe White. But Kobe White's you know, changes in numbers have been as extreme. I just don't see the case for Jalen Williams. That's the one where there's been the big push lately. And I think there's two big market factors working against him of just there's a loud portion of the voting block or people that would be perceived to be in the voting block that's just on principle will not vote for second year players. And I just personally tend to agree with that. But then also, you know, 
just when you think of, okay, not an all-star player, like that's another thing that could he have been sure, but he wasn't. So when you take into account a lot of these things that just keep adding up, like I really think that Jalen Williams is, again, us getting bored and just really hoping for, you know, for someone else to emerge. Because the other thing, too, is Jalen Williams was the runoff for Rookie of the Year last year. So this type of progression is supposed to make sense for a second-year guy. And when you remember, there was a lot of, like, after the fact being, like, maybe John Morant shouldn't have won because his, you know, he was just at too high of a level to start. Sure, you could also say that about Maxi, but his pedigree wasn't as good coming in or especially after his first year. So I just think there's too much headwind against Jalen Williams when you consider there are other viable cases, too. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday. We are talking the NBA, the second half of the season, with our friend, the great Rick Camp. Rick on Twitter, at Rick C. Camp. Uh, I almost, like, hate, I don't hate it, but I feel like almost like Ken should, should ask you this question because Ken was telling me off air earlier today, Rick, that you had some, some interesting stuff on betting, like, the second half of the NBA season, which is, like, 26 games long. So I know you have a couple things here. Maybe, like, like tell, tell the audience and us kind of, like, one thing you really like when it comes to betting specifically, like, the final 25-plus games of the NBA regular season. Well, just one market that I found really interesting that got posted was best record after the all-star break. So who's going to have the best stretch run? So I just like wrote down some teams that I thought were kind of in that bubble that just at a surface level could be that team. I'll run them down real quick. Boston, just over two to one. OKC and Minnesota are now 11 to one. Golden State, 22. Dallas, 30. Miami, 35. And Orlando, 40. And... I really wanted to come up with something other than Boston that I truly think will have the best record. But even with Boston not having as much motivation, they have the third easiest schedule, only four back-to-backs. And I just feel like their schedule lines up well to even be able to rest a few guys here, a few guys there, and have enough to still be able to have that best, you know, to really have the best record the rest of the way. So that is a market that I really wanted to find something else. Maybe I still throw a long shot on someone like Miami or Orlando at 35 to 40, just with how easy their schedules are. I wish I trusted Orlando a little more because their schedule is so nice with only four back-to-backs and the easiest schedule left at 40 to one. Maybe I would, you know, just throw beer and pizza money on it, something like that, but nothing serious in that one. I do think I might actually end up betting Boston at just over two to one, just because they are so deep and they have guys that can functionally fill different roles for when guys have been out and they've been doing it throughout the year. So I don't think there's going to be many games where you're having the entire starting lineup or your entire rotation out to where you're just getting schedule losses that way. I think they're going to keep enough in the lineup game in and game out to really be able to sustain against an easy schedule. Rick, kind of a, a related question here, but kind of like knowing what the, the market's going to be for these teams. Like I, I, you know, I took the all-star break and I was like, who do I think is there a team that I think might like kill it in this like quote second half of the season where like, not just that I think they'll win, but like, I want to play on them. Like it literally against the spread, the market might rate them a certain way. I think they might be even better. Dallas is the team that I came up with that I think like finally healthy made trades. One of the reasons why I think Luca has a slightly 
not easier path, just slightly more likely to win MVP probably than even the market does. Um, so Dallas was kind of my team. You mentioned some long shot teams there, Miami and others, Orlando, which I think is kind of interesting. Would that be one of the answers? Like, what is a team you're really excited to bet on in some of their games coming up? Let's say the five to 10 games right out of the break. Yeah, I do think Orlando is one where, like, do I trust them more than Miami in the playoffs? No, but for the duration of the regular season, I really think I do. Because, obviously, you know, Jimmy Butler has his circumstances. I don't think we've gotten really any clarity on him returning. But then also, just they haven't been very healthy. And Orlando, when they went through their downstretch, it was when Franz Wagner was out. It was when they had a lot of their injuries and their back being pretty healthy. Easiest schedule in the league, four back-to-backs the rest of the season. 15 of their 27 games are at home. So, they're a team that, yeah, they're, like their lack of offense sometimes is going to keep games closer than it should. So that should be taken into account. But considering the type of schedule that they have and the fact that they're still in eighth, I just don't think they're being thought of enough as a team that could have a real good run and that is playing better again. So Orlando is a team that I'm really interested in playing, especially like you mentioned in those first few games coming out of the break here as they kind of establish – you know, that division race where it's those Miami and Orlando neck and neck at this point. All right, so that takes us, Rick, into uh, the final question here because we have 12 games coming up on Thursday, the final game, the final night tonight of, of no NBA games and the All-Star break. Orlando's on the road in Cleveland on Thursday night, about a seven-and-a-half, eight-point road dog in that game. I'm guessing you like Orlando. Anything else stand out to you? And uh, and are we betting the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow in game one with Kevin Ollie as the new head coach, with Jock Vaughn having been fired? We have about a minute for the answer here. Any bets that you're eyeing side and totals for Thursday night as the second half of the NBA season is set to begin? I do think seven and a half is probably a little much for Orlando in Cleveland, like you mentioned. I don't know. I haven't decided on Brooklyn yet, but it would be Brooklyn or nothing at this point for me. I, I bet uh, Toronto under 29.5 wins at uh, minus 110 just because they've been horrific since the Siakam trade. Uh, with Demonis Sabonis not practicing today, and keeping an eye on that because last I saw, San Antonio was was a 12-point dog in Sacramento. So San, San Antonio is not good, but 12 points is a lot, especially if you're going to not have a full Sabonis in that one. And a couple prop ideas that I haven't pulled the trigger on yet, but that I'm at least looking at. Uh, Ken can laugh because I have Trey Mann over five and a half rebounds for Charlotte because that's, you know, top of mind for everybody. Buddy Heald's been getting a lot of assists for Philly, so over four and a half assists for him. And then with the Bulls, they have their first game of the second half against Boston. I think maybe Vucevic over one and a half threes just because Boston allows a ton of above-the-break three attempts. So those are a couple looks that I have so far into uh, tomorrow's slate before we get better injury information. Ten seconds to go. What's the best thing you've eaten recently? The word queso cannot be in the answer. Uh, I would. I had a birthday party. I was at a great steakhouse in Chicago, Gibson's, and I got a filet, and it was fantastic. Was it your birthday, Rick? It was not. My birthday is not till April. All right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> I thought it was your birthday. Yeah. So. All right. Bye. Thanks, Rick. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> All right, Love you too, buddy. I was at a birthday. It made it sound like it was his birthday, right? Yeah, then I was. At, I thought he said my birthday party. I was at a birthday. Oh, it was your birthday? Nope, wasn't. Great steak though. It's, it's actually, it's like the Draymond thing, Charles Barkley thing. You know, who was asking about you the other day. Nobody. The great line. Nobody. Coming up next, NFL Coach of the Year, Nick and Ken. Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. 
Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I gotta tell you, man, I'm pumped for tomorrow. Pumped for 12 NBA games on the schedule coming up tomorrow. We're back. I, yeah. yeah, I and I, I did I say that last year that I hated February? Is that true? Because like I feel like I really like yeah. February. You said, no, it's actually like dead last because it's you went on some tangent about it. I think it's you know what I think it was. I think you, you probably had like a week long losing streak on college hoops or something in the month of February. <laughs> nah, and you were nah, like, there's nah. 100 games a night and I, I can't stop losing. And all these there's like all these games stink. There's like no good games. February sucks. I was like, well, oh, yeah, it's probably okay. the, the, you know, don't we call that there's the losers lament. Outside. Yeah, like, yeah, February yeah. sucks. In a lot well, of ways, like, well, like, as far as like a as far as a month, like an actual like non-sports month goes, it's the worst. I will say it, it goes by really fast though. Cause you know, it's shorter. You know, something that drove me nuts the other day. We actually, this was this morning. Cause I, my wife was like, I just got back from California yesterday. She goes, you want me to like pay those couple bills that we talked about? And I was like, what day is it? She's like, well, it's like the 21st. I go, this is like the biggest rack. How does everything cost the same? And I get 10% less of everything this month. And I have to pay the same amount of money. How did everybody get away with that? How did that happen? Yeah. Gotta tell you something, man. While we're at it, I have um, I'm I'm workshopping a stand-up comedy routine about taxes. <laughs> I was about to do the Costanza, where I was like, "No, no, we're still on me here. We're on me. <laughs> like, we're not going to you. We, we got to solve how my do, thing." Uh, how do they? Are you, I don't know if you started doing your. We don't. Have to do whatever. Yeah, I, we started. Yeah, we started. Just like yeah, how? Like, uh, just like how? Um. How do they get away with this? How do they get away What's, with this? What is this? the this in this situation? You, know, like taking, you paying taking the government all, money? Yeah, like taking like all my money. Yeah, like how do they get away with this? Oh, they're taking all of it this year. That's 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 <laughs> tough. That's a, that's a tough one. It's, it's really frustrating. It's really really frustrating. All right. Yeah. Uh, you pay yeah, it and you get pay, stuff in return. That's how yeah, that's how it's pay. supposed to go. And some people pay a lot more than other people. That's all. That's also how it goes. That's, that's uh, one of the things that happens. Pay, paying bills definitely sucks, but as yeah. it is, well, but the what can February you do? Thing, it's like it's three less days. It's the same amount. Who decided that was okay? Well, it's actually two. You can't do that. It's only it's only two less this year. Yeah, but like then, well, the months with thirty-one, and they're twenty-eight days this year. Or did I mess that one up too? It's leap year. Oh, that's right. Stupid cat. Why do we use this calendar? Just like, it's like, Wait, so it's if you're, like you, if you're, you're born every, on every February 29th, year, it's like, surprise, when's your birthday? The, the year is not as long as it was. It's like, it's like, when's your birthday if you're born on February 29th? Like, when do, like, leap year babies celebrate? Well, that's the whole thing. Don't they, don't they say it's like, oh, like, the people who have it, they're like, ha, 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 I'm, I'm actually eight. It's like, no, you're not. You're like 32. <laughs> I guess I gotta up. tell you, you know, people like that, you should get punched in the face for saying stuff <laughs> like that. Like, I'm eight. Well, oh, yeah, I guess what I am. Um, sorry, thrown in your face like, like LeBron James. <laughs> I, I would argue scalding hot coffee instead. Well, oh God, that's, that's that's terrible. Yeah, I've never had coffee. Have you ever had like coffee like not thrown in your face? I would hope that has never happened. I don't know if I've ever even had coffee like on my skin, like scalding coffee. That because I always think about that McDonald, the woman at McDonald's that sued McDonald's because yeah. the hot coffee spilled on her. And I remember and thinking like millions in the nineties. Yeah, I've never had that happen. I've been really lucky. I don't use travel mugs in the car. I don't drink coffee in the car. That's probably the way that I've avoided it. I've never had that happen before. I, I haven't either. Um, I feel like I saw a commercial when I was young. It had to have been like 
I don't know, like uh, like 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 D'Agostino and Sons or something, or like uh, like Salino okay. and Barnes, uh, like one of these. Like, these well, if, like this happens, if this happens if to like you, then they call us. Yeah, oh, um, and it was like I guess this was happening in New York at the time. This had to have been like I was really to be like maybe like late eighties, early nineties, and it was like in some New York City apartment buildings. I grew up in an apartment building in Queens on Northern Boulevard that. The water would all of a sudden in the shower sometimes randomly like spike and get really hot and like could like burn oh, yeah. you potentially. And I've that, always that been like very in, nervous. In Iceland, that kills oh, people in God. Iceland every year because they use the geothermal water. So like every so often, it's like this is I, – I read this and then I, ch I was like – I read it in a nonfiction book and I go, no way. Like no way does that – and I Like this wasn't in like, like Harry Potter? This wasn't like Harry Potter <laughs> no, and the Order of the Phoenix? <laughs> Like that's actually Harry, how they killed Harry Potter in the dad. hot shower handle, right? <laughs> Harry Potter in the geothermal geyser. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty good. And it, yeah, like in Iceland because they uh, they pull the water in from underground and it has to be like I guess cooled or manipulated in some way. And like every so often, someone's just in the shower, and just they're just gone, and it's like, what happened? Ah, the water again. It got Jim. <laughs> it's like what? What? That's terrifying. Like, it got four or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know. It's like Final Destination. Like every time you twist the handle, something crazy could happen. Give Give me something in life that's lamer than like a 40-year-old born on February 29th being like, hey, everybody, I just turned 10. <laughs> something, ah, oh man, something lame. That's incredibly like what, lame. Like, what, like what's lamer than that? I don't know. A, a lot of things probably. It's gonna, like it's I'm all 9 gonna and 1 like... in my last 10 bets. Yeah, what in betting culture is lamer than that? That that that's always my favorite. Like I'm five and oh, one in my one. last six, which like which has which 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 definitely means that in like the prior six, you're like zero oh, and six. You pick this arbitrary starting point. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's ah, yeah, that one is that's really really dumb. The uh, like oh, like two and zero oh year to date. Be like, when did you start? Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like I did that in college hoops yesterday. I was like two and two YTD two and zero. Oh. Like that means it's that means it's working. Uh, oh, can I give you one of my betting gripes? This is just going to be a, a segment of gripes. Apparently, can sure. I give you one of my gripes? I I this is actually this is a big gripe. It's it started recently, so I think one uh, there are things when you when you do gambling content. And obviously, like I didn't you like you when you when I first got into it. Oh, everybody seems to like say that, and everybody you kind of take your keys from who you you follow on social media and the shows that you listen to and the podcasts that you listen to of like how you're supposed to sound and what you're supposed to say to sound smart because you're you, maybe you haven't done this for very long. You're gonna like they're gonna have whatever your uh, whatever your idols are, whatever your favorite shows are, and then you're gonna kind of mimic them. The segment of gripes. Good job, Mike. Put that on the screen, and it became cool. A while ago, it became really, you couldn't be an internet sharp without saying, I hate trends. Trends are stupid. Trends are for losers. It, ha it has to be in your vernacular. Has With a Z. And because you have to say it with a Z because then it's even more derogatory. Because then you're like, no, I'm really sarcastic. I re they're really stupid. And it it like became the, the foundation of... If you're going to be a new person in betting content and you see what's out there, it like gets it gets into your brain. Everyone says this. It must be true. And therefore, I must now say it and I must be the champion of this cause and it must be me. And if anybody follows our show, especially the last two years, I have secretly and maybe not so secretly, I have become like the king of trends. That's like how I do a ton of my work 
history, what has happened previously. Like I had somebody send me a note the other day because we keep doing the NFL DVOA thing. I just think it's simple and really fun. And they're like, man, you're, is this like, like it's a, it's a trend. Like this is just all you use when you do something. I go, well, look, it's not all I use, but it tends to be really helpful. It gave us the, it gave us the winner. <laughs> like if you bet Michigan in college football, you, without knowing it, it's like when uh, my wife will sometimes put really healthy stuff in the smoothie and not tell me. And I'll drink it, and she'll be like, "It was cauliflower." I'm like, "What? Gotcha!" I got cauliflower get in there. Like, surprise, kale. And then, and, then, and, and, uh, and then Ken, and then Ken throws the glass and shatters right, the wall. Yeah, right. And then, they, then it gets much more serious from that point forward because I, I have been wronged. Uh, oh, poison. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes like she'll, she'll put in the, the vegetables and not tell me. Guess what? Like you bet Michigan to win the national championship. Surprise! I snuck in a bunch of trends on you. Like, Soylent Green is people. <laughs> yeah, like the joke. The joke's on you. Um, Winning bets are trends. I think uh, you you're talking about when everybody zigs, you're zagging. Like with who you want to pick to win the title. I might become Mister Trend. That might be all I do. Oh, oh guess yeah. guess what? We're like guess what? We're like winning a lot on this show. We've had a really good run. This has been a great winner for us on the show. Like a lot of bets we gave out, NFL playoffs, awards, obviously were outstanding. Man, you bet some of the awards. Man, Ken, you're like, I've got really, really lucky. This was not a skill-based NFL awards season. But like, oh man, like won a lot of money. Like what's what's the secret? What if I was just like trends? Yeah, that's like what, that's like what it is. I think, uh, I think a lot of people that pair at that point don't think about why that's the case. I think all they think about is like the Chiefs are 10-0 and 0 on full moons. Or something. Because that's like the example. Like, I would make up a, a ridiculous example. It's like, well, okay, but what about like the standard stuff? You know, like, yeah, that's good. I kind of think a lot of it's great. I think a lot of it's really good when used properly and when thought of properly. That's that's one of my grips. I, I actually, I might totally zag on this. I might be over the top even on trends. Just shove it in everyone's face. Right, actually, so, yeah, so, we, what's, we won. so what's your name yeah. then? Like, what, what? trendy trenderson or something yeah yeah um, that's 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 actually that's actually probably the answer uh well my first name is ken so there seems like there should be a logical rhyming based thing here like ken trends ken trends trend. yeah yeah ken's kenny, trends ken, kenny trenderson like our pal kenny, kenny trenderson aka it would just be Henderson. It would just yeah, be the same Kenderson. thing yeah. <laughs> shout out to our guy kenny henderson yeah like ken's trends something like that and so, yeah, look, just what's a trend? It's like something that's happened a lot historically, and you're using it to make a decision about what's going to happen in this game. What what's the hell's the wrong with that? Anybody listen to the show all the time? Yeah. The Phoenix is a revolutionary tech. Trends yeah. are. Um, helping helping said, trends like, we've had all a... across America get back to their best in your betting. Yeah. And then, and then, like, and like in the in the sea of trends and all the money that's been won, here's my like. Watch like one major league baseball playoff game and declare the Texas Rangers will win the World Series. A lucky was that. That was a lucky how'd that, one. How'd that go for everybody? It's yeah, pretty great. So. Uh, and the exact matchup: Rangers Diamondbacks. Okay, so <laughs> which is insane. Right. I didn't even have that. I, I had the Phillies. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so. so Ken's trends. Oh, that was it was yeah. a great month of October. <laughs> November wasn't wasn't as good. Nah, uh, yeah. So Ken's trends. If you're going full on trends. Yeah. Who's winning the uh, Who's winning the title in college basketball this year? Arizona. Lloyd. I thought you were going to do like ten of them. Yeah, so. uh, okay, who's winning the uh, Who's winning the NBA title? For now, Denver. Who's winning the Stanley Cup? Dallas. Is 
Okay, we'll do this later in the show. Uh, who's winning the uh, Who's winning the World Series? Oh God, uh, anyone. Uh, what team? What team? Like would not be like the stupidest thing. I don't want to pick the Dodgers. Uh, Toronto. Who's winning the Copa America? Who's in that? <laughs> I don't know. Messy plan, <laughs> but like, oh, do you have, uh, and by the way, like, kind of like lost in the shuffle of all this because like there's a mil- yeah. there's a million other things going on. Like, you, you, ha- you had Columbus to win the MLS Cup and they won. I did. Like oh, MLS that was, oh, is by starting. The way, you bet that, or you followed that in the final. I, I snuck in some kale again in your smoothie. You got some <laughs> historical trends. Sorry. <laughs> Who's the? uh have you done any MLS is about to start? The new season's about to start. Like Messi oh, and Inter really? Miami are the favorites. It starts yeah, this early. Doesn't it end in, like, November? I think it starts, like, this week. Who watches this? Sorry. I'm sure people like MLS. I just just like... But let me me confirm this. Yeah, baseball was long. The Premier League takes, like, two weeks off, and then there's, like, oh, match day one. Like, we're back. Not only does it... It starts. I'm not making this up. It starts (laughs) tonight. (laughs) What are are the games? Do you have betting markets? Yeah, Inter-Miami. Is Messi playing in the game against Real Salt Lake? Does he still play for them? Definitely for Inter Miami. The definitely, other guys yeah. too. The guy, the other guys that they recruited, mercenaries. Uh, <laughs> oh, like like Sergio Busquets. I probably. Yeah. What a great name too. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good name. Good player too. Jordi Alba. Yeah, one of those. It's like Danio, where it's like imagine if he was like, what's your name? Like ah, Sergio Busquets. Like what? <laughs> what? Jimmy Busquets that's, that's is almost right. Um, well, all right, let's see. Oh, oh, oh so, Messi oh. minus one sixty-five to score. Is there a no, Alex, in that market? The first game. He's definitely scoring. He like didn't play at all in the exit. He's, he's so he's gonna be so fresh. He hasn't. Well, maybe that actually works against. Him. Isn't it the opposite? Don't you want to play? Know. He's the best of all time. He probably show up and just score. I was gonna, I was gonna say, listen, if, if if you're doing content, I give me thirty seconds. I'll make a great case on either yeah. side. That's awesome. Isn't that isn't that the story of everything? Be like, sell me Messi, will and won't score. Be like, I'll give you a great thirty on both. Yeah, sounds uh, awesome. So Messi to score and Inter Miami to win is even money. Oh my they god, they have they have Suarez too. They're definitely they gonna win uh Real Salt Lake. Uh, Malone and Stockton. They were pretty bad last year, I think. I think they were not a good team. Inter on the road. I don't when they display it this way on the screen, I don't know what this means. Because they soccer they flip flop, right? Like the home yeah, road. Yeah, and like and, and some leagues I, I I think I think Miami's the home team. Uh, Where's Chase Stadium? You would think they'd be a bigger favorite if that was the case. No, Chase Stadium's in Fort Lauderdale. No, the game's in, it's in Miami. So home game, him to score them to, boy, this is, uh, this is your two square soccer betters where you're home for like, messy to score, enter to win at home against a bad team. Uh, Honestly, dude, they have, they have, they have Suarez also. Suarez to score Miami. I, I think I'd rather have play Suarez. Like Messi's going to assist like a million Suarez goals in MLS. What's Suarez to score tonight? Uh, Suarez to score is plus 115. Su- Suarez to score in Miami to win is plus 160. Oh, yeah. Yep, okay. I'll come up with some trends oh, that support that, too. It'll be really good. Yeah. With, the Z, with the Z or an S? <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah. All right. And NFL Coach of the Year coming up next, and we will give out bets for Major League Soccer at the end of the show. And we're in, uh, we're in you know, one of the... One of the great cities there there is. Um, you know, and one thing I know is is uh, Los Angeles, Southern California. Uh, they respect talent, effort, 
and winning. And, um, and it needs to be multiple, multiple championships. Uh, and that's, we're going to be hum, humble and hungry, uh, but, you know, that's our goal. That's our goal is to um, treat people in a first-class manner, to win multiple championships, uh, and day by day. You know, now I'm quoting Jackie Harbaugh now. I mean, gonna be one day at a time, one game at a time, one play at a time. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I mean, J- Jake, did you have picked a more long, boring soundbite to play? How long was that? Like three minutes? Hey, Jake Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Here's Jim Harbaugh reciting the Gettysburg Address in his introductory press conference. I and mean, what, Jake, what the hell was that, man? Four downs and seven years ago. Like, our what is that? All right, so that's uh, Jim Harbaugh. Okay, I, I love how he's like, yeah, you know what Los Angeles uh, respects? Uh, blah, 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 and winning. Yes, guess what, buddy? They, they ain't showing up right. to the games unless you're winning. So, yeah, I'm sure they respect hard, hard effort and hard work. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is our final segment for the day on Stadium. So if you want to check out the final hour, the power hour of the show, which you should, twitch.tv backslash betql or youtube.com backslash Sports or twitch.tv backslash betql. We'll, uh, we'll roll through our, our NHL projected brackets, who we think is going to play for Lord Stanley's Cup, and our bets for tonight in college hoops, the National Hockey League, and Tyler's bets for, oh, Mexico, the Mexico Open. But now, let's talk some uh, Love James Taylor. Talk some coach of the year in the National Football League, which is why we played Jim Harbaugh coming back from break because the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers is the favorite right now to win coach of the year, as our guy Ken Barkley told you he would be uh, when we talked about this last Monday on the show. And this market is now open ahead of the NFL scouting combine. There really is no NFL offseason. It's really true. The scouting combine starts in eight days in Indianapolis. Eight days next Thursday, the 29th. So, I, I actually feel like, since this is the first time we're doing this market, I actually feel like I should like get, give the name and price yeah. for all 32. All 32. Absolutely. All right. Totally agree. So, and like, you can do this. it a little slower, like not even just to get through it. Like, these matter. Like, all 32 matter. All right, so let's Maybe do take it. take it up until Jim- about 5.53. <laughs> so first up on the list, Jim This first year coach. This <laughs> Coaches for in Southern California. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, plus 550, is your favorite. Matt LaFleur, who, hosts, who uh, coaches the Green Bay Packers. Their starting quarterbacks, Jordan Love. Brian Gutekunst is the GM. They hired Boston College's head coach, Jeff Halfley. He's going to coordinate. Really, He's actually addressing up, the news media tomorrow. Really, they do some good work. <laughs> uh, Matt LaFleur is at 8-1. to one. Raheem Morris of your Atlanta Falcons is at 10 uh, Shane Steichen at fourteen to one. That, that I almost like said something really terrible on the show. That I mean, really like actually, but we won, so I guess it doesn't matter. I'm still so annoyed by the end of that Colts Texans game. Like for Stefanski, oh, yeah. but like we won. Who's the guy who dropped I have, it? Like, Goodson, the good son. Okay, Mr. Goodson. Yeah, might as well might as well have been eleven year old Macaulay Culkin out there trying to catch the ball. Shane Steichen fourteen to one. Bobby Sala. Of your Jets at fourteen to one, D'Amico Ryan's also at fourteen to one. The new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Mike McDonald, sixteen to one. Sean McVay of your Los Angeles Rams, along with Matt Eberflus, the Flues is loose at eighteen to one. The Justin Fields stuff is like he unfollowed the Bears. I'm like, oh, whatever. Who, who? Great, he'll be playing elsewhere. Kayla Williams will be their quarterback, and Matt Eberflus won't win. Whatever, he's eighteen to one. Dave Canales 
and his stunning and his stunningly like chiseled jawline is twenty to one. As is Miami Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel, Jonathan Gannon, calamity twenty two to one, along with my guy, the great Dan Campbell, Gerard Mayo, Antonio Pierce, Dan Quinn, Mike Tomlin. All 25 to 1. Antonio Pierce, the new Raiders head coach, in the news now because he's saying that his team is going to have similar like the Pistons had in the late 80s, early 90s, the Jordan rules. His team will have the Mahomes rules. And he's honestly like, I can't decide whether I think he's dumb sure or genius. It's going to be like, but, oh, we got the Mahomes rules. Well, that's a flag, 15 yards. <laughs> but uh, he also, like, he, you said it out loud? Great. Yeah, you, you've been, now you, the Raiders don't have a first round pick since you said that out loud. You've been docked. Uh, I can't decide whether he's stupid or genius for saying everything that he's saying right now. I think I love it because it's the Raiders, and I would hate it if it were any other team. But anyway, they're all 25 to 1. Kyle Shanahan is 28 to 1. Imagine. Uh, Zach Taylor's 28, and so too are Doug Peterson and new Titans head coach uh, Brian Callahan. Sean Payton is 30 to 1, along with Kevin O'Connell. We don't know who the Vikings starting quarterback is going to be. We also, to be fair, don't know who the Broncos starting quarterback is going to be. Sean McDermott is 35. There's a really funny numerical joke to make here that I will pass over. Brian Dable is 40 to 1. Nick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy, John Harbaugh at 50 to 1. And then, uh, uh, bringing up the rear here will be Todd Bowles, Kevin Stefanski, Dennis Allen, and Andy Reid, all at 66 to 1. So, Ken, I give you all those prices and, uh, what comes to mind? What do you think? That uh, I think a lot of us will disagree with like the order of one through twenty-eight, but somehow they got the last four right. Well, I would read the last four. Read from Bowles will, on. So Bowles, Stefanski, Dennis Allen, and Andy Reid are all sixty-six to one. I would <laughs> argue that, that, that Dennis. Did we make it? <laughs> well, I think if we made the market, that like there would be three, and then Dennis Allen would just be last by himself. Like who? The, who pr- they, they hired Clint Kubiak as their offensive coordinator, yeah. and Dennis Allen said that he has the greatest ski, offensive scheme in the world today. <laughs> His tech, team's falling all over themselves to hire a lot of Gary schemes. Kubiak's kid. Yeah. Let me tell you, this guy's scheme. Woo! That's some scheme. Uh, just Like the last four, like we'll do all the other stuff in a second. So it's like, all right, well, who really has no chance? It's like, well, the guy who just won the Super Bowl and wins like 15 games a year. The guy who's won two Coach of the Years and one last year, and Dennis Allen and Todd Bowles. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, what the, oh, okay. Um, it's just really, really funny to me. Uh, yeah, like the order of the rest of the guys we could spend more time on. That's literally the first thing that came to mind is like, well, they got the back part right. Yeah, those four guys aren't winning. <laughs> They're definitely not going to win. Like the the Tampa Bay made the playoffs last year. They have to be like the one seed for Bulls to have any chance to win. None of that's going to happen. Dennis Allen's like the worst coach in the league. Maybe going to get fired. We'll see. Um, So they got the back half right. Uh, What I want you to do now, and I promise this is not a joke, and we can do it it way faster, uh, just like how I would think going into the season. And I'll just remind people, if we did this a year ago, I would would have crossed off Stefanski at least like entering the season. And then like a narrative emerges – like Mike Vrabel would have been the same thing. And in the middle of the year, like because of injuries, there's going to be some guys are going to be candidates that you're not expecting. And Stefanski was one of them. But D'Amico Ryans would have come up in this conversation last year. Steichen would have come up like the the guys who, um, you know, could improve teams or have really big seasons. Read all the names again pretty quickly. You have a pen on you? You do. Yep. Um, and Always. I'm, I'm just like cross offs for me just and this isn't cross off. They can't win. This is would never bet them going into the season. Okay. 
So you, you want, read, read, every name, or, read every name, and I'm going to tell you which ones to cross off, and right. I want you to read me who's left. Yeah. All right, Jim Harbaugh. Cross off. Matt LaFleur. Cross off. Raheem Morris. No, as in don't cross Ch- off. What do I say when it's not cross off? Yes. What do I say? Yeah. Uh, leave. <laughs> leave? Is that what I say? No, like, like, like leave it. I don't know. Um, oh, but I'm going to say yes when I want you to, when like the guy can win, I'm going to say yes. No. All right, Raheem. Yes. Steichen. Cross off. Sala. Yes. Ryans. Cross off. McDonald. Yes. McVeigh. Cross off. Eberflus. Cross off, just because I hate him. Canales. Yes. McDaniel. Uh, cross off. Gannon. Yes. Campbell. Cross off. I know what all your answers are going to be. Mayo. Uh, yes. Uh, Pierce. Yes. Quinn. Yes. Tomlin. Cross off. Shanahan. Cross off. Taylor. Cross off. Even if they win a lot more, he won't get the credit. Peterson. Uh, cross off. Callahan. Yes. Peyton. Cross off. O'Connell. How many games they win last year? Uh, how many Seven games they or eight. Seven? Seven or eight, yeah. I don't even, yes, I guess, because I can't I say think no he's right such, away. I, I, I think yes, I would say to O'Connell. He's such yeah, a good coach. I, I can't come up with a way to say cross off. So I, yeah, yes, I guess. Yeah, All okay. right. So then, so just to save time here, cross off McDermott. Yeah. Almost everyone's a no at this point. Cross off Dable, cross off Sirianni, yeah. cross off McCarthy, yes. John yes. Harbaugh, Todd Bowles, Kevin Stefanski, Dennis Allen, Andy Reid. So this has now left oh. us. Yep. This is now so, so many funny jokes. This now leaves us with Raheem Morris, Robert Sala. So I'm just making notes for myself here. Raheem Morris, Robert Sala, Dave Canales, Jonathan Gannon, Gerard Mayo, Dan Quinn, uh, Antonio Pierce, Brian Callahan, Kevin O'Connell. So it's it's all first-year head coaches along with Sala, Gannon, and O'Connell. And I was really close to saying cross off Sala because I think if they win a ton, like Rodgers is going to win comeback player of the year, I they agree. might win MVP. Yeah. I agree completely. I agree completely. I kind of want, I just, but I can't say cross him because, like, they were. And he's bad. viewed as a buffoon. Yeah, he is. Should we cross him off? I yes. crossed off Harbaugh, which I just yes. for people like, so the theory, we only have like a little bit left. The, so just for people who are like, why did you cross off Harbaugh? He's a first year coach. I have a theory. Uh, this gets people, this gets me into a lot of trouble when I have theories. Um, I think the expectation for them will be so great going into the season that when they meet it, it'll just be like, well, yeah, we all thought you were going to win. And he has to win even more than that to win the award. So what I mean by that is like, let's say the market win totals 10 and they win 11. I don't think he wins. But if they win like 13, I think he wins. So like if they just meet an expectation of making the playoffs and winning 10 games, Everyone's going to be like, well, duh, you're Jim Harbaugh with Justin Herbert. Like, if they don't do that, it's a failure. Like, it's 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 about exceeding expectations that we don't expect. Like, we don't, 
There's a weird way to put it. But yeah, I think people know what I mean. I'm kind of out on Harbaugh, at least to start the year in terms of betting him. We'll talk more about this on the other side. Guys, we'd consider betting maybe bets we have already placed in NFL Coach of the Year, plus NHL Stanley Cup bracket, plus our bets for tonight, Power Hour, Final Hour, twitch.tv backslash betql. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.